Welcome to the Doy Boys podcast. This is episode 86. We got our uh, new guests here. We got Daniel and Josh. How's it going? How are you doing? What's going on, boys? Yeah, we're just balling. Balling out here. It's been a whole month since we've been on this podcast. And a new year. It's a new year, dude. It's a whole new new year. Same shit. It's been a wild year. It has been a wild year. And you know what? (laughs) I have a feeling it's about to get crazier. Oh, yeah. Have you guys paid attention to uh, like uh, any of the earthquakes and stuff that's been happening? No. What do you mean by that? Dude, it was just like the beginning of the year. And uh, uh, I think a small tsunami hit Japan. And there was like some uh, like like an earthquake that was happening there. And there was like a warning for like another like large tsunami coming in. I don't think it was actually a tsunami that hit. It was just like a really big wave. But there was warnings for a tsunami, and then uh, there was the the volcano that exploded in uh, Iceland. I think Iceland. And that, was there, a, that was a little while ago. It was it was recent. It was either towards the end of last year or the beginning of this year, and then there was another volcano that exploded somewhere. Not sure where. And I heard that the seismic activity, like volcanic activity, like uh, and just like the earthquakes, the magnitudes. Are like going up, just slowly. Like stuff's just getting crazier. Mm. And then I feel like there's just too much going on in this world. You know what I mean? There's also the risk of the internet uh, like going out. What? Yeah. Risk of internet going out. You didn't hear about that? I didn't hear about that either. Like, do you guys know what a solar flare is? No. No. So a solar flare is like um, basically like there's an explosion that goes off on the sun. Maybe I'm butchering this, but like just. Generally, for for stupid people to understand, I'm stupid. But yeah, like if there's like a, a like a explosion on the sun, and then it shoots like a, a radio like a radiation wave like towards Earth, and what can happen? They call it a solar flare. And if it gets too close to the Earth, it can like mess with our like it's basically a giant like a naturally occurring EMP. If you know what an EMP so it'd is, it'd be just temporary. They say that there's one that's there's a they're predicting that one that is going to be there's predicting that we're going to get hit with one that's so big that will wipe out our internet for several weeks or possibly months how do you know that's not just like the government trolling everyone i feel like that's completely baloney. you know what i think that's they're just going to tell you that the sun is going to explode or something they're going to cut it off like by themselves yeah like, i don't, th- I don't gonna think everyone's going to go crazy you can no, use we, your phone we've hit, we've been hit with solar flares before like it's it's mm. it's happened just like so it affects like the the waves yeah it, it, like it, it like it affects the earth in like certain in certain ways that are just not bueno and it if it, it gets close enough it can mess with like our electronics and whatnot and they say like, you know what would happen if our internet got shut down for months? Man, like... I feel like it'd be done. Chaos in the city, dude. Think about our... Banking. Um, like, uh, yeah, yeah, banking. I was about to mention that. Like, if our cards go out, like, if you really think about it, right? Only, like, a small percentage of our money is actually real. The rest of it is just numbers on, on a, a screen. screen. Right. So if if the government were just to, like, shut down all our debit cards and everything, we'd just be completely screwed because no one carries cash anymore. Well, I have a theory. They're slowly weeding cash out. Oh, yeah. Like oh. the government's getting cash back in and it just mm-hmm. never goes back out. So whenever you buy something, 
like a government building and they somehow manage to get your cash, never comes back. The circulation just ends. That's true, though, because like when I was a kid, uh, my mom rarely used credit cards. Like cash was everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everyone was using cash. And it's happening so fast, right? Like moving into the digital age. You see that with everything. Like people don't rent movies anymore. They they can just stream them with a subscription. And uh, people don't buy music anymore. They just stream them. Like the whole world is just moving at such a extremely fast pace that I don't think humanity is prepared for. Well, I was t- my mom was asking me just yesterday about, she's like, what's this thing going on with Elon Musk? And I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And then she like showed me this thing. And then she's like, like these people keep talking about like AI or something. And I guess she didn't really know. She didn't really, cause you know, they're a little bit more old fashioned. And then I was like, oh yeah, that's like a computer that can learn by itself. And she was like, what the heck? And I was like, yeah, yeah, it just learns just like us. And I was like, even like I have AI, like on like if you go on Snapchat, that gives you your personal AI. You can talk to it. It will ask you questions. You can ask it questions. You can have a whole conversation just like a person. I hate Snapchat AI. Well, I don't have Snapchat anymore. But like the more you talk to it, the more it learns. I told her I was like, they have like it's taking people's jobs. I said like they're like you can. You can literally get this thing to write you essays, make you songs. It could take your voice and make you like, like record your voice and using your voice, make a song with your voice. And she was like freaked out by it. I was like, yeah, I talked to one. She was like, you shouldn't be doing that. (laughs) (laughs) She should be scared though. It's a scary thing, right? mm -hmm. Like, so hang on. What was I about to say? So AI, right? Um, people are going to come to a point where they're going to be able to replicate other people's voices to a T. And there's already really good deep fake technology out there. Like they can just use a picture of somebody and then they could completely frame somebody else for murder when they did not commit murder. And I feel like we're going to see more of that happen. You could do that with video too. Like with the face swaps and Mm -hmm. stuff that they do these days. Oh, absolutely. Dude, usually you can tell it's a little bit off putting. You can be like, Oh, something doesn't seem right about this video. I'm pretty sure it's fake. But there's some I, I've seen where I have to like stare at it. I'm like, I don't know if this video is real or if it's deep faked. And there was one, it was a Joe Rogan clip and it was him in his studio just talking with a guest about this product. It was deep faked, but it looked so real. It had me fooled. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Anyway, what were you saying there? Mm. But it's going to keep getting better and better though. Like worse and worse. Yeah, I guess. But like when there's a one world government, they're going to have AI so good that, like, if you don't just do what they say, they can make something up and then you go to prison right away. Yep. Same thing with uh, if you're a Christian those days, like, they're going to lock you up. They're going to you're going to get rid of you real quick. Oh, they can make a little deep fake about you doing yep. something absolutely bonkers. Then all of a sudden the whole world is against you. Yep. But when well, you're talking about a blackout, if they black everything out and, like, the whole cities are going to be chaos, everyone's going to be killing each other, but all of a sudden comes back on, the person that fixes it, it's going to be like the hero. And then I feel like that's how they can bring the whole world to to, to go to one government, right? Someone's going to like bring the electricity back and be like, yo, yeah. you can trust us. Like, yeah. All you got to do <laughs> is take, take this car. It's not necessarily electricity. It's like like the internet. Well, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of yeah. what I meant, right? But But the internet is like so many people's most important thing in their life, whether they choose to admit it or not. Dude, we have babies growing up on iPads now. Yep. 
And you know what's crazy? You can like, like uh, my dad was talking about it the other day about the New Year's party. He had heard something happen and then he checked my phone, like my location, and he realized I was at your house. And he checked Justin's location. He was at the hospital or something. Then he all of a sudden started freaking out. It was like calling us. And like, you can't do that anymore. Like right now, like you, you feel like you, like everyone's just like so used to knowing where everyone is, which is Part, part of that annoys me because I'm just like, back in the day, like, not that I remember really, but like, you couldn't, you couldn't know where somebody was 24-7. You also you know could take someone, you don't have to let your dad have your tracking. It's also an option. No, I know. I, but we're all on a family plan. He get, I always have my location off. I'm actually, I actually really want to buy a Fairday bag. Do you guys know what a Fairday bag is? No, what's that? Nope. Fairday bag is a, a bag that will block all electronic signal. If you put your phone in this bag, there is not a single person on the planet that will be able to track your phone. You become a ghost. Dude. You become completely invisible. Like the government can't track it. Nobody can track that phone. Hmm. I don't really too. care if the, like the government obviously tracks me. But they're not going to be very interested. I'm at work. I'm at my house. Sometimes I go out for dinner. Dinner. That's about it. Yeah, it's not like we're exposing the deep state. Yeah, if I like, you're not going to be that intrigued. <laughs> I feel bad for your CIA, CIA agent who's on my case. You're not going to be having fun. I mean, you know what? My CIA agent might have a little bit of fun. My CIA agent is asleep. <laughs> I'm, I'm racking Making up that dad easy lore. for him. <laughs> you say you're racking up. Dad lore. Dude, I'm racking that's up some, dad that's lore. That's goofy. Nah, dude. I'm going to tell my kid Sit all down, sorts son. of crazy things. You, <laughs> you guys ever get those unskippable ads from your parents? <laughs> like, dude, that's the best way to describe it, man. Unskippable ads. <laughs> you're like you're like trying to go get some orange juice or you or you really need to go somewhere and then you like talk to your parents but you don't want to leave, but you got to leave, but you got to sit through what they're saying, so you're just like, "Yep. Yep." Yep, and like it's just like, can you not tell that I need somewhere to be? My mom will have me up till like 1 a.m. on work days just talking about her life. And I'm like, I want to be here, but I need to go to sleep. Come on. Mm. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that's awkward. You know what's the worst? I was at a gathering over Christmas, and uh, one of my uncles, he came up to me with an unskippable eight-minute movie clip. He's like, you got to watch this. It's so funny. Gives me his phone. And he's watching me for eight minutes watch his video. It was awful. You ever have to watch a video on someone else's phone and it's long? Yeah. That is a nightmare. You don't want to do it. And it's never funny. Oh, you really don't want to do that. It's so bad. What movie was it? I don't even know. Some like 80s like plane movie. It was so boring. Wow. So no offense if you're I listening. One of those. Video sucked. That's real though. <laughs> one of my buddies, he he pulled up his phone. I was at a youth group once. He pulled up his phone and he just started showing me, um, what was it? You know the boys memes? Okay, yeah. The show? Yeah, the boys. Like, there's memes about it. He was showing me a whole meme compilation, like eight minutes. And he's just standing there with his phone. Like, it's almost time to go to Bible study. And I just I just sit there watching it. The next one is funny, bro. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> bro, trust. It gets better. <laughs> I wanted so badly to say just, nah. This is this is boring. I want to get out of you. Oh, your video sucks, dude. Your video sucks. <laughs> <laughs> you ever showing someone a meme? You look at them and they're not laughing, and then you just feel bad. Yeah, every day. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah, that's that's hilarious. Next time I'll just shut up. 
So let's just say, let's just say the internet does go out. Let's just say the power goes out. Okay. Straight up, like world gets plunged no into more chaos. For, no more Fortnite. Yeah, no more Fortnite. <laughs> My brother's gonna have a rough time. <laughs> where where do you where do you land in your importance level? I'd like, say like from where you are right now to what where you would be then. Like how how important I am or how important the internet is to me. Well think about it. Like we are we're basically placed on a scale of our importance in society, right? That's true. No, it like we don't like to think about it this way because it's a scary thought, but it's almost like everyone is on a different tier or a level. Like people look at your follow count before they get to know you. Mm-hmm. I I don't think I've ever experienced that. But like what I'm saying is like okay, for somebody somebody who runs like everyone's like like if for somebody who runs um I don't know, like a business, like uh I don't know. What's like a very important business? It's like an essential business. Greenhouse? Greenhouse. Okay. We'll go for, with that one. For somebody who runs a greenhouse compared to the guy who's <clears throat> packing the the cucumbers, like they're they're like there's a tier list, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like So you're saying there's like people that are more important and less important? Is that what you're saying? No, like when it comes to like skills, okay, obviously, yeah. 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 But like then, to be like as a base go then ahead. Then the manager and like the packer would be on the same level. After it goes out is what you're saying, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, not not really, because then it would base then it would be based on their skills to survive or mm-hmm. adapt to whatever situation that they get plunged into. It's true. So where would you guys be? Mm. I'm not really sure how to answer that. I don't know if Daniel That's a has a really anything. confusing mm-hmm. ca- question. It is Why a is weird a question. Con- no, because like if you so where do you mean where you stand? Like if the internet crashes. Where do you stand? Well, no, 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 no. So, like, how much does it affect you? A a McDonald's worker is not really important in society, right? (laughs) They are, dude. Have you ever had chicken McNuggets, dude? (laughs) They are very important to society. No, as a person, they're they're on an equal level, but on a skill level, like they can be, they're replaceable. Like, yeah. Okay. No, no, okay. No offense to like McDonald's workers. Okay, like, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? You're loved. You're a person. <laughs> I can but, hear but, the but, McDonald's workers right now. They're just bawling their eyes. Oh, out. they're pissed. They're dude. dissing on Joey. Now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not really there either, right? Like I'm just a laborer. So like I'm like low tier when it comes to like societal importance. Even though there is nothing wrong with a nine to five, like society doesn't see it that way. If you have a nine to five, you're seen as unsuccessful. Yeah, there's n- there's nothing important with a nine to five. Yeah, but w- so now if all of a sudden everything gets shut down, everything gets plunged into chaos, mm-hmm. the like business model, like the structure of society, is not there anymore. Everybody's put on a playing field, and this one McDonald's worker who wasn't important before. For some reason, would on his days off, he would go out into the woods and then he would just like, you know, hone his skills to be the best hunter or like survivalist or something like that. He would be a lot more important than some CEO who knew nothing. Okay, I see what you're saying. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I would not be very important then. No, you don't think so? (laughs) I got nothing to offer in the forest. Because I used to work at Burger King, so there was like a whole range of different people there. So there was some people that are overweight, 
and they go home and they just watch movies and they come back to work and then they go home and watch a movie. And there are some people there that they know how to fight. There was one guy who was training to be a firefighter. There was like, you know, there's there's different people like they have different skills. And like the person that goes home to watch a movie and comes back to work, like he's going to have a rough time. The guy that knows how to like find food and he knows how to fight and he knows how to take care of himself. Like he's he's going to be like he's going to be way better off, you know, but they had the same job. They get paid the same money right now. See, that's what I'm saying. It would completely turn the tables upside down. That's where I feel like you'd thrive, Joey. Because you're an, you're an outdoorsy that. person, right? Yeah, first, like I got I got a lot of knowledge, not really so much practice into certain some things that I know. Yeah, like I like I know the basics on how to start a friction fire, for example. But that's a useful skill that a lot of people don't know how how to do. But it's not really a skill for me because I've never actually made a friction fire. Mm. I know exactly how to do one. I know how to make a friction fire, but I don't know like like. Like, I don't actually have the experience in making one. Okay. Maybe you should practice to make sure you got it down, you know? Yeah. I sh- I've tried it one time. Yeah? How'd it go? Well, it, uh, I got smoke. Mm. That's a start. <laughs> That's a start. Hey, 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 you didn't do it yet. That's a start. No, because uh, you want to hear how this ha- happened the first time I ever wanted to start a friction fire? Yeah, what happened? So I was with Benny. Okay. Yeah. I was with Benny and some boys on a boat and we were fishing and uh, we were like going down these canals. We were like deep in the canals and then Benny's like, hey, you need to drive the boat back because uh, I don't have a lighter and I'm trying to light up this joint. Oh I'm my like, goodness, man. I am not driving all the way back for you to get a lighter. Like n- no way. And then, and then, so then uh, he tried to make a friction fire? No, no. And then he started, like, he was just kind of like, you know, being a cheeser about it. And I was like, all right, whatever, whatever. You know, I got you. So then we parked on the side of this bank and I got my kit together because I know how to make the kit. I know what I need. I found like a, like a, I forget what they call it. It's like some kind of board. It's like a flat piece of wood. And then basically you got to drill like a, like a small hole on the side where you can stick your stick into and then the embers from whatever you're, like, when you, do you know what a bow drill is? No. So I took my shoelace off, and you create, like, a little bow and arrow. Like, a little bow. Okay. And then you find this straight stick, typically, a, like, a, I, don't, I don't know if it's a hardwood. I think it might be a hardwood. And then you, like, wrap it in the bow, and then you stick it on this hearthboard, and you just, like, like, you pull it back and forth and then it spins the stick into the board and then it drops the embers underneath it. This probably makes Dude, no sense. I guarantee to- you if internet <laughs> went out, 99% of people would be completely screwed. 100% screwed. <laughs> Me included, actually. No, it's it's all good. I never thought about it, though. Mm-hmm. People are always like, oh, what would happen if power went out? But if the internet went out, we would be in the same situation because nobody has because we all rely on the on the internet so much more than we even realize every day. Like nowadays, we have um because you can just order food like on the go now. Yep, like you door can just dash. yeah hit the DoorDash. You could you know people do online therapy, people do their schoolwork online. Like everything has become digital. Like if the internet were to be swept, like we would all be we would we would all be little hermits. Like little direction directionless children so people would lose their minds absolutely because what happens when somebody doesn't know something they just look it up on the internet yeah (laughs) 
every time. Bro, people would be trying to Google something and they realize their phone won't turn on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It would go insane. It'd be bad. They're like, when's the power coming back on? It Trying to turn their phone on. It look does, it up. It doesn't take that long for people to go insane when it comes mm-hmm. to the power. Because there's, I've heard stories of like power outages in like cities like New York. Yeah. If there's like a citywide power outage, people say that it doesn't even, it doesn't even take three days and that whole city is plunged into chaos. Dude, that's exactly what I, you know, uh, well, insane asylums. It only takes about three days for people to get permanent brain damage in there. Only really? three days in an insane asylum so can an cause insane, permanent brain damage. An insane asylum like a white definitely room? does not yeah. help. Yeah. yeah, like a white room. You spend three days in there, you'll permanently damage your brain. And if you think about that, that's like, that is wild. Only three days, that's all it takes. I mean, this is probably something that I just, don't, I, I don't trust doctors, man. I don't trust doctors. Don't, don't trust, trust doctors, scientists. Anyone who works under the government is probably manipulative. Obviously not everybody. Well, everybody's under a payroll. Right. And under, everybody has a reason to um, say what they say. And sometimes people are getting paid to say certain things. That's true. I don't trust doctors at all in Canada. Yeah, in That's Can- how I've been feeling, dude. That's how I've been feeling. In Canada, I would say that. For sure. If I had something really wrong with me, I would fly to Mexico or somewhere in the States and get it taken care of. Oh, oh, here's a good story. So my sister was telling me that her friend had went to her doctor and said, I want to request a panel. I want a full panel. So like basically a full scan of like their body. And the doctor said, I didn't like basically I... Basically, what he said was, I didn't go through everything that I went through to get here just to take orders from people like you. And that person is supposed to be a public servant. That person is supposed to be somebody who's supposed to, like, they are supposed to help out society. And they're just completely ignoring that. Think about it, too. Like, people go to college to get into medical school for years of their life. And they do endless research. And it it's a major like mental toll on them just for them to finally get this job and then they realize that if they don't follow like the government standards for what they should be then they can't feed their family because they've worked so hard for this job they're not just going to throw it away right yeah so it's almost like they're under uh handcuffs you know 100 percent. psychologists in canada now um they are told that they have to actually affirm people you know how messed up that is that's <laughs> Okay. It's wild. So when you, what you mean by that is they have to pretty well go along with whatever that person that feels. person feels that they are or whatever. Yeah. So like, just for example, yo, I'm a dude. I'm a full. I'm a male human being. That's and I go to, to a psychologist, and I'm just like, hey, I feel like I'm a woman. I don't know what's going on with me. Let's just say I have like legitimate confusion, like because you know there's people that actually have like like mental issues like they're battling in their head and i'm trying to go somewhere for answers and this doctor legally has to tell me yeah you know what you should go with what you feel and you are actually a woman (laughs) and he will get fired and probably lose his whole like license and everything he will get everything stripped from him if he doesn't tell me that i feel like a woman like that's messed up like that's messed up that's so wild. It's it's weird how people are 
we feel stressed, we feel depressed or whatever, and then we pay other people who are probably stressed and have internal issues to tell us how to solve our problems. Yep. Everything is a big money scam. Look at, it, look at it this way. You can't serve God and money. And the world belongs to Satan. If you want to get truly rich, you have to sell your soul to Satan. Yep. If you're a psychiatrist, you don't want to affirm that. You probably think he's dumb. Like, why? what, what is he talking about? He's a cat. Well, if you want the money, you got to say, yep, you're a cat. Mm. Kind of just meow, meow. Meow, meow. Go with the flow. Do whatever well, you're told about, and you'll get some money. Yeah. Think about what happened to Jordan Peterson. He's a famous psychologist from Canada. Mm-hmm. He got some complaints from people who were his patients, quote unquote. They were never actually his patients. They complained because in Canada, we have these jurisdictions. So there's like for chiropractors, there's like this organization that monitors all the chiropractors in Canada. And then it goes the same with doctors and optometrists. Same with psychologists. So he has this this group of people above him that can revoke his license. Or make it like reevaluate his license. So what happened was, if you don't know Jordan Peterson, he's kind of more, I would say, I wouldn't even call him right wing, but he just he stands very firmly against like transgender and a couple of other pretty controversial topics in society. So what happened was, people who didn't agree with him were like, "Oh, I'm his patient," quote unquote, and he discriminated. Blah blah blah. They complained to this organization, and the organization. They reevaluated his whole license and they said, you have to go um, get your, you have to be retrained. You know, you need social media oh, retraining. Yeah, he needed. That was their wow. verdict, that he needed to go through like this seminar to teach him how to properly use social media. AKA brainwashing. And he was just like, no. Well, I think <laughs> he actually did it. I think he had to, or else he would have lost his license as a psych. A psych what is he? A psychologist? Yeah, psychologist. Think, yeah he's a psychologist. And that's the same with my chiropractor. I remember she was telling me like in the middle of COVID, she's like, man, I do not want to wear a mask. I don't want to do this. You don't have to like, I'm not going to give her name out, but she's like, I have to. If I, if the wrong person walks into an appointment, sees me without a mask on, they can complain. One, two, three complaints. Revoke my license that fast. That's why I need a Years gone. That's why I need a Mennonite like chiropractor. Like my trachmaka is my trachmaka. grandpa. You know, that's <laughs> He ain't wearing no mask, bro. Nah. <laughs> no, no way. Dude, Alberta was different, man. I went into this one store in Alberta with my cousin, and and I didn't have a mask, and I was like, oh, crap. So I grabbed my jacket, and I just held it over my face. <laughs> yeah. And then this one lady, she kept staring at me, like the lady behind the counter. She was like, take that off. You look stupid. Like, she's <laughs> like, you look dumb. <laughs> You know, I was like, okay, thank you. I was like, thank you so much. <laughs> no, she wasn't having it at all. Yeah. Nothing like that in her store. I don't know. At the end of that whole COVID mask thing, I just stopped wearing it. I was like, I'll keep it in my pocket. If you're gonna if you're gonna tell me to put them up put it on, I'll put it on. I'll put it under my nose. Like I had a step. The first step I did, I'd walk in without it. Then if they're like, Hey, you need to put a mask on, I'd be like, Okay, put it on under my nose. Then if they said it again, then I'd be the liberal with it over my nose. So I'd, I was really annoying. But that was like at the very end of it. I was just so sick of masks. I felt very, I felt like everything I was breathing in was just CO2. I don't know about you guys. Yeah, I felt the same way. I just there's felt literally, sick. there's literally proven to be like microplastics inside yeah. the mask. Like, why do I want to breathe that in? I didn't even feel good. Every time I had a mask on for longer than like 30 minutes, I just felt like crap. Back when I was still vaping, 
I would like, like I would have an argument with somebody and then they'd be like, you got to wear your mask because, you know, it protects people. And I'd be like, okay, check this out. And I'd take a big rip of my vape, put my mask on over my nose, and then I would exhale and it would just be like, like straight through the mask. And I'm like, okay. That ain't work. Because <laughs> you can ex- you can see exactly where your breath goes. Like if you're vaping, like I've done it before where I was just like, yo, that's actually wild. Like when I think about it, I'm like, when I hit it and then I exhale I can see exactly where my breath goes and how far it goes. I was just like, yo, that's actually wild. Like <laughs> you're breathing all the way across the room, but to you, it doesn't really, you like, you can't see it. So well, they've done videos of like really close ups, people sneezing through a mask. It was just like, yeah, just everywhere. It's an explosion. It's a shotgun shell. You just got, it just went everywhere. You didn't block anything out. I, I seen uh, this video where they would like, uh, like they showed the size of the virus, and then like the get like it through a microscope the gaps in like the mask that we were wearing, because there are masks that are way better like full on respirators and stuff like that stuff will actually make a difference. But for the stuff that we were wear like that we were supposed to wear, it the, the there was people that said it was like trying to stop mosquitoes by setting up a chain link fence. Yep, I went to the doctor's office uh, during peak COVID, so twenty twenty, and um. So I walked in, I'm with my mom, right? I'm still kind of young. And then we kind of, we register at the desk. She's like, oh, I got an appointment for my son here. We sit in the waiting room for like 40 minutes. And then the dentist comes out and I swear, I did not expect this whatsoever. Even with all the COVID junk going on at that time, it looked like a hazmat suit had the the plastic thing over her face. She had like a, it, it was like a full body suit. It, it literally looked like something out of Bioshock. Or, it was wild. You're like, I'm just getting my teeth cleaned, yeah, lady. Yeah, I'm just getting my teeth cleaned. <laughs> What's going on? They probably got a lab downstairs. Yeah. They just got done cooking. <laughs> yeah, they have like a night, yeah, just a constant rotation. Meth lab in the basement. Walter White just walks Walter out. Walter White. Hey, Walter. <laughs> Jesse. <laughs> we need to floss. <laughs> Jesse, we need to floss. <laughs> Making the best toothpaste. Oh, yeah. You know what? I'm about to change the topic about something that's been pissing me off. All right. I don't know if you guys are as much on social media as I am. Have you been paying attention to the the rapper Little Nas X lately? Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Oh, yeah, it's wild, stuff, isn't bro. it? That's some it's crazy wild, stuff. It's wild, dude. So what he did, you know how he was like twerking on the, the devil and stuff? Like he was doing some really evil stuff in his music videos. Like he was disgusting. Yeah. He decided, I don't know where, on TikTok a couple weeks ago, he's like, hey, I'm making Christian music now. I've changed my life to God. And I just felt like there's something weird going on here. There's just something really weird going on. And then I waited. I kept watching his videos, and I was like starting to feel like, ah, maybe he's he's turning his life around. Like, that's a possibility. But I still had this weird feeling. I'm like, something's not feeling real. And then like yesterday, he he posted this video of him on a cross, crucified, and he's like, he has a song called Thoughts and Prayers, but Thoughts is spelt like, mm. like Thoughts, like Women. And I'm like, this guy is on the cross mocking Jesus. And then uh, today he posted a video. He was just like downing, uh, what's it called? Uh, baptism snacks? No, what's it called? Oh, wafers? Communion. So. Communion. communion. He was just, like, the taking communion shots wafers? and eating bread, and he thought it was so funny. I was so mad. 
I'm like, that is straight mockery, dude. You're messing with fire. I wonder if God there's people who are actually mocked. falling for that, though. Well, I think everyone did, kind of like what I did. I didn't really fully fall for it. But, like, everyone in the comments was just like, you are playing with something you do not want to mm-hmm. be playing with. But, but, but just, just look at it for a minute. Like, ever since Lil Nas X did that, we've been seeing a major spike in people doing satanic stuff in their music. Like, you see it everywhere now. Yep. I don't know if you've seen Doja Cat recently. I, I She's have. doing the exact the same thing. Video? Dude, the video. Demons. That was crazy. No. It was like She's her like, on the roof in the dark and her eyes are always oh, so... That that shot that they filmed, it was so creepy and demonic. It was. Listen, she straight up sold her soul because guess what? She has a music video, right? She's she's straight up uh, dressed as a demon. I haven't seen the video too much. It's satanic. But yeah. she's dressed as a demon. She's like top down covered in blood and the song went number one. Yeah. The That's song hit the top of the charts and she's literally promoting Satan and there's still people in her comment section defending her like, yo... This is just uh, artistic integrity. It's for her art. It's like, no, it's it's demon worship. How can you not see that? Everyone that's famous has sold their soul. Literally, it's it's foolish to say that it's yeah. for art. But well, would you say everybody? I wouldn't say like everybody. everybody. If you're really famous, yeah, hundred percent. Like, like for Taylor sh- Swift, famous. Yeah. So she, you would say like Kanye West. Uh, well, what are your thoughts on Kanye then? Because he's been making gospel okay. albums. I love but Kanye. But he's also on... Lie. I grew up listening to Kanye. Yeah, he's a flip-flop, but, right? Because now he's just putting out a new album called Vultures right now, and it's got like... It's not gospel, even though yeah, he said he was going to stick with gospel. It's not the gospel. real Kanye. Yeah, listen so here. I'm that's like, not Kanye. Kanye. But he's huge. He's massive. Mm-hmm. So would you... See, what I think was there was a point in time where he was making music for the devil because everything was sexual in his music. Mm-hmm. Everything was wicked, like... And it, just with his lifestyle, like, that was his addiction, right? He was addicted to porn. Like, he, he found the Playboy book when he was five years old. And, like, yeah, like, a lot of rappers, they do drugs. And he was doing drugs, yeah. too. But his main addiction was sex. And that was all of his music. It was all about sex for the longest time. And I think he really did give his life to, to God because, like, you know, just listen to Donda. Like, yeah, Donda that, and Jesus that was is something King, different. right? Yeah, Jesus is King was really good, yeah. And I feel like... Because he had so much influence, because he was actually that famous, they couldn't have that. That's why they had to take him out. Now you're going to see uh, more like satanic Kanye because they did that whole satanic dinner for his daughter's birthday and whatnot. Like, really? Yeah, yeah where they're, they're eating off of like a naked woman. Yeah. They're like eating food off of like what? Something Kanye would never do, right? Yeah. And like a real woman? Like a, yeah, a real naked woman at a child's birthday party. I had not heard of that. Yeah, it's wild. Oh, but if you, do, do you follow Kanye? Too, yeah. Do you follow him on Instagram? Uh, not anymore. So I was following him, just normal day, pull up my phone, and there's just like 90% naked, his wife, like just like five or six photos, and he posts them on his Instagram. They're, sti- <laughs> they're still up. I'm like, that is not something Kanye would do. And there was like, I opened my phone, like I'm like, I'm a married man. I'm not trying to see this. Like his new wife? Yeah. yeah. Guys, you know you know what's crazy? You know what just recently came out? What's up? The Epstein list? Oh, yeah. Did it officially, did it <laughs> officially come out? Yeah, yeah. I heard it was going to come no, out no, no, very soon. No, it officially came out. It officially came out. Funny thing is, back during COVID, I had already seen... Like, I remember like being on the internet, and then they, they there was these people that had leaked this list. I was looking through the list, and I was like, oh, shit. And now they officially released it, and then I started seeing all the same names. I was like, 
Yo, that's wild. Yeah, like, but there's, there's a lot of fake lists. No, I, I, I could guarantee. Yeah, there is a lot of fake lists, but like apparently the official one just came out, and there's actually like descriptions of what certain of these people were into. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, um, you, so don't be too graphic. Yeah, here. M- maybe, maybe I'm just um, like you. You double check everything because we've said it in our earlier episodes. Like this is just like talking shit. Like we're just. Speaking from what we know, you know what I mean? Like, if you want to really make sure whatever we were saying is look legit, it up. Yeah. look it up yourself. So, like, I'm not saying that <laughs> like, everything don't, he says. Don't, don't say, don't, don't take everything I'm saying. <laughs> well, as I heard it on the Doy Boys <laughs> podcast, so <laughs> it's got to be true. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. But anyway, apparently Bill Clinton, which is, he's known to be on that li- Like, he's known to have flown with Epstein. Apparently... What he would do with, like, young girls is he would, like, sit them down and he would, like, grope them and, like, be all weird. Uh, right? I don't want to know that, man. Yeah. And then, you, no, this is messed up. This they is, d- like, no, this is super creepy. He also had this, like, puppet that he would mess with and it would also grope, like, the kids. There's no way that's real. What? No, the, some of these people were into some weird, weird stuff, dude. Listen, listen here, though. You want to know what's weird? Correct me if I'm wrong, but Stephen Hawking was on that list. Yeah, yeah what's he There's doing? There's so many memes now, bro. You know what, what he was Hawking? into? <laughs> you know what he was into? Oh, according to like the records, he actually would get like these kids to like do math equations on a chalkboard that was too tall while they were naked. No, yeah, dude. And then he would watch them. That's messed up, dude. Yeah, that's so wild. But you know what? Celebrities, a lot of celebrities, like they've done so much and they always need to get the next fix the next fix yeah like you know how drugs are like you always need a little bit higher to feel it again and that's why when you hear that's about- how these guys are because yeah. they've done everything under the sun they're like well let's go to Epstein Island and let's play with like a whole bunch of other stuff yeah I've done literally everything so yeah. let me do the one thing I haven't done yeah which is grope children for some reason that's, that's so wild. messed with up with a puppet with a puppet I feel like there's oh, I feel dude. like a lot of stuff is fake on the internet though so I don't know how much of that I buy but I don't. I didn't know the list actually came out. Yeah, the list. You can go check it out. Where? Just look it up. Look up the Epstein list. It came out. Where? There was. Just look it up. Where? I don't know where. I don't want to pull up Google and like some random website has this photoshopped list. No, it should be. You know what? I guarantee you though. I guarantee you though. That they would only release. Names that they were comfortable releasing. Oh, yeah. No, that's for sure true. Like, if there's somebody that they don't want being on that, like, seen on that list, they're going to find a way to get that name removed. Because, listen, I feel like if Stephen Hawking was still alive, he wouldn't be on that list. He's dead now, so he, um, yeah. the, the industry doesn't care for him no more. So you can look at it this way. So, like, back in the day, the CIA would actually traffic drugs from Mexico to the United States. So the government, like with the amount, like if you look up with like the amount of money that the drug industry makes, there's no way that the government doesn't get involved because it's way too much money for them to just like sit on the sidelines and be like, yo, we're not going to deal with this. Like they're going to, they're going to dip their hands in there, obviously. Mm -hmm. And so with the CIA used to actually traffic drugs from Mexico to United States and then they would obviously bust certain people every now and then 
because it's just like, yo, look at us. We're fighting. We're doing the right thing. Yeah, we're doing the right thing. We're yeah. f- we're involved with the war on drugs. So they have to get a couple people here and there just to satisfy the public into believing that they're actually doing something about it. Meanwhile, on the sidelines, there are certain people going out. It would be the same thing with like the Epstein list. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it's no coincidence that the biggest drug, drug rings haven't been busted. Like the government definitely has a hand in all of that. Because everything is like, all the cogs are turning and the government is in control of it all. Dude, money is the root of all evil. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you really want the money, I think I think um, uh, human trafficking is going, is on route to be, uh, like make more money than the arms trade and the drug trade. Wow. Right. Like the top That's three, wild. the top three money makers in the world, I think are arms trade, like the arms trade, human trafficking, and uh, um, the drug, drug trafficking. Yeah. Yo, like I've heard drug, of I've, drug industry. I hate to interrupt, but I heard of uh, this, this crazy thing. What was it? Two years ago. I don't know if you heard of this, but they were talking about like, um, they're selling these cabinets on Wayfair. Yeah. But it had human names on them. Mm. And if you would look up the name, it would actually be like linked to a kid who went missing. Right. Like what? They're selling kids on Wayfair. 15 grand. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a picture of a cabinet though. So like it, it, it just barely squeezes through like all the all the legal stuff, right? Like I'm just selling a cabinet. You but it would be like a girl's name and then cabinet. It would be like, you know what a buddy told me? Because I t- I mentioned this to him, and he was like, "Oh, that's just what the company does. Like if they run out of a certain amount of this product, then they just jack up the price so nobody else actually buys it because they don't want to put it as." Uh, um, what is it called? Sold out. Sold out. I was like, that. Why does that I was ever. like, does it? That, why does that make sense? No, that doesn't make any sense. I was like, why does that make sense? All right, topic change. Now we're going on long hair. Is apparently. long hair on a man feminine? No, nah, because you know Daniel be dissing me. Daniel be dissing. It's Welcome back feminine. to the Doy Boys. Yeah, this episode is called Daniel be dissing. Daniel okay. be dissing. Yeah, that's the episode. It's a segment. It's a segment. A it's segment. Just, okay. It's just a section. Yeah. We're going to call it Daniel okay, Bidison. If, if it's in the Bible, dude, right. you're about to get cooked. I found in the Bible. First Corinthians uh, chapter 11, verse 14. Doth not nature itself teach you that if a man have long hair, it is a shame unto him. But if a woman have long hair, it is a glory to her, for her hair is given her for a covering. Oh. What do you got to say about that, Joe? What I have to say about that is uh, what about... Uh, John the Baptist being out in the wilderness. Do you think he was cutting his hair regularly? No, he was also under a Nazarite vow. That's what I was telling you before. So what's the difference? How do you know he was under a Nazarite uh, law? Uh, that was his parents made that vow before he was born. Is it? Like, st- it's in the beginning of Luke and uh, really Zechariah. So what's the di- like? In a Nazarite law, how does it become unshameful to have long hair? No, it's just that's and just non-feminine. Uh, so a Nazarite vow is like um, you're set apart. You don't cut you don't cut your hair at all because um, you're set apart to serve the Lord. And uh, the reason you don't cut your hair is just so that people can see just by looking at you that you're under the Nazarite vow. So you have to grow out your beard, your chest hair, your armpits, your hair. You can't like no razor is supposed to touch your body at all. So just by looking at you, 
you look like a rugged homeless man. So they know exactly who's under a Nazarite vow or not. So do you think it was different in the Old Testament compared to this? Because what you, the verse you referred to was in the New Testament. In the mm-hmm. Old Testament, there is the story of like when David sent out a messenger and then they cut his hair and his beard. And then David told him that he had to hide away because it was a shame for him to show his face. Yeah, because do you think it's just because of his beard, or yeah. or was it because of his hair? No, I think it was because his beard. Because but they cut his hair and his beard. Doesn't that say something? I don't know. Well, I couldn't tell you if what what the case would be if they only cut his hair and they didn't cut his beard. Another another thing they did. Um, I forget what the story was, but uh, when Babylon captured Israel, what they would do is when they would find some people just on the road like Israelites, they would shave half their beard off. So just the one half of their face is shaven off. And they wouldn't dare go back to the city. They wouldn't go back to Jerusalem. They would live in a cave for a couple of months until their beard grows back. Because they don't want anyone to see them like that. Because not having a beard as a man was a shame back then. Like, even now, like, a beard is what, like, makes you, like, you know, people can tell you're a man just because you have a beard. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like, that whole, like, the old colony thing. Because, like, for listeners that don't understand, if we have any listeners that are outside of the Mennonite culture... Um, Mennonites believe that you shouldn't have a beard unless you're going old school Mennonite, like like um, like they're a little bit closer to Amish. But the Amish, like the Mennonite culture that we came from, you weren't supposed to have a beard, and it was like almost like an embarrassment to have a beard. You gotta you gotta cut that off. I never understood that. I was like, dude, like God allowed us to have facial hair for a reason. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So I'm like, if you can grow facial hair. Like no diss to the guys that can't, but if you can grow facial hair, why not grow it out? And it looks good. I completely I, agree with that. Yeah. I, th- I think that a beard is almost like makeup for a guy. It's like you can take a guy who's like a three, and he, if he can grow a nice beard and he's got a nice cut, that guy goes like from oh, that's a three, a ten. Oh, yeah. that's three a ten. to a ten real quick. I've seen some ugly dudes who have real who grow out their beards like real nice mm-hmm. and they turn into a whole different human being. Dude, ever since I grow out my goatee, even though it's kind of patchy and weird, like I've just gotten way more confident. I feel less like a soy boy. I feel like <laughs> <laughs> I feel more masculine with a beard. Look That's me, just I, how it is. Look at the cup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah, Joey, we no, get it. I'm sorry, dude. I'm, yeah. No, it's, it's all good, man. No, like, we're I'm here to have fun. Bro. Don't even worry about it. No, You're not ben, dissing. No, You're not ben, dissing. Benny's beard is pretty scraggly, too. I got some homies. <laughs> yeah, that's, it's, just, it's in my jeans, <laughs> man. Hey, but you know what? We're all trying, okay? <laughs> Look, Joey, matters. we can't all do it, all right? Yeah, it's all good. It's all good. I'm, I'm just messing around, dude. No, my dad can grow a full beard, though, which is why... It, which is why I feel a little, eh. It will come around. For some dudes, it comes around way later than it does uh, some guys. Like, f- like for me, I could, like, grow out my goatee back in high school. Right. But, like, my dad, he said he couldn't grow out his beard until, like, he was in his 20s. So I could, I could probably grow more facial hair than him at my time, like, in high school than he could. Oh, it, just, it took him a little bit longer. But, like, for the most part, the genetics, like, when it comes to, like, beard are pretty strong in my family. But for a lot of guys, it just comes later, like qu- quite a bit later, which is okay. Like, it's fine. Yeah, absolutely. Take it's different for everybody. Yeah. Like, it also makes you look a lot older, too, having a thick, nice beard. Like, if you take a 30-year-old guy and he's got, like, you know, a nice haircut, he's got a thick beard. Yeah. And he, he, he looks like he's 35. Like, you know, 
just if he's built, he has some muscle, like, you know, he's like a full grown man. But if he gets really lean, he cuts, he shaves off his beard, he lets his hair grow out. And it's like, he look like he's 24. Like, it's just, he look a lot less, like, like a lot, le- lot less like a grown man. You know? I would argue the opposite, honestly. I feel really? like it makes you look older and wiser. If you don't have a beard? If you do have a beard. Well, that's what I was no, saying. No, he's saying that when guys that have facial hair shave, they'll always... It just knocks They years. look younger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, that's my fault. No, I thought it was yeah. the other way around. Yeah. No, I would agree with that because I've seen people, they look just like normal people. They shave. I'm like, you're a little boy. Yeah. Dude, you're I a turn... a little boy. I turn into like a 12-year-old when I shave my beard. Listen, that's why we got to exercise too. Hey, you know what? Back when I had like my beard, like like I, I had grown up my beard at one point back when I had like my long hair and I've had people guess that I was in my 30s. Wow. I was barely pushing 20. Wait, wait. How old are you right now? 21. Okay. You look you look about 21 like right now. You think so? Yeah, uh, maybe cuz I've had people guess 26. that I was in my 30s. Yeah, I would say if I didn't know him, I would think he's close to 30. Yeah. <laughs> like a full just because of the beard. He's got a full beard. Ah, uh, yeah. It's not a diss. If he were to shave the beard, he would look 14. <laughs> no, I I really do. I really do. When I shave the beard, I look yeah, way like I younger. S- I seen that video when when you shaved uh, completely for charity. Yeah, like I was like, wow, he just ten years younger right there. Have Five we, minute haircut. Have we talked about what we're gonna do now? Because you were saying that you were gonna like we we should do something together, like a bit of a fundraiser. Yeah, yeah, we were thinking about doing like a New Year fundraiser. Joey wanted to raise some more money for the Joshua House. Oh, so I'm thinking, we're gonna come up with some, something crazy in the next couple of weeks, and then we're gonna start talking about it. Yeah, and I but we're talk- gonna outdo the last one for sure. We want to do out the, outdo the last one for sure. 100%. Yeah, you should strive to outdo every charity like video, like oh, with, yeah. with each one you do. This uh, isn't a for sure thing, so I'm not gonna put this out as like a like a hundred percent thing. But I talked to somebody who was involved. Um, now I'm not even gonna, I'm not even gonna say that. Just someone who's a little bit more prominent in this one church that I know. And he was supposed to go out and visit Joshua House and uh, kind of see what was going on there, and to and and he wanted to see if um, it aligned with their views and whether or not they were going to support it or not. And uh, I ended up going co- to coffee with this guy, and he said that he, um, he asked me if I wanted to go along, and he said that he would pay for my flight and everything, and then we were gonna go and we were gonna go check it out together. It's not a for sure thing yet, so I wouldn't like put a pin, like I wouldn't like bet money on it or anything. Yeah, or anything. But as for like, if it does happen, then I'm going to be able to go and see it firsthand. And then if I go do and see it, then I'll obviously talk about it on here. Yeah. And just, just so, and also my brother, I guess this is not also a for sure thing. I just found out that he might be giving his 30 days and he's going to be coming back here. We might be doing another podcast with him if that's okay yeah, with you. Yeah, of course. Right. And then then you can hear firsthand about what goes on there and you'll see a little bit more about where your money goes to if you do decide to donate to it. Yeah. But I think it's a really good place to put your money in because like, just like a disease, like where somebody has cancer... Or somebody has like a like just like a horrible disease. It, I wouldn't. <coughs> excuse me. I wouldn't say it's much different than addiction. Addiction is a disease, and it absolutely cripples people. And there's organizations out there to help that. And then, 
if you donate money to it, you can help that too. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to hear some stories firsthand would definitely be a good idea. And to get I, him on for sure, great I, idea. I know a guy, um, and he said it was okay if I share his story. And I really want to get him on here. I like I've met him firsthand, and I love this guy. He he went from like he was a like a meth addict, um, like he was like really hardcore into drugs and like dumpster diving and he had a family and everything and you know going through it and and he he mm-hmm. came out of that completely clean yeah he's supporting his family now he's a member of an organization like a, a christian organization that helps out a lot of other men he ended up being uh involved with the the joshua house organization like this guy I have so much respect for this guy, and his story is insane. Going from oh, yeah. like zero to to the man he is today, it like it blows my mind. And I I, I want to get him on here, and hopefully that would be like uh, a great um, thing for people to hear if they do want to end up uh, donating to this organization. Absolutely, like testimony is powerful. Like mm-hmm. Jesus can free you from drugs. Like, he, he can free you from literally anything, right? So he has fully given his life to Jesus, right? Because it is a Christian organization? Or is he... Uh... No, he is. He He's drug-free as far as I know. So he's okay. a Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah he is. Okay. All right. I wouldn't doubt that in my mind at all. Yeah, I'm glad I never had to go to rehab. I, I do have a question, though. So, like, you brought your Bible along. Like, before that we before we even started, you said you forgot your Bible in the truck and you went to go get it. Was there something that you wanted to share specifically, or did you just want mm. to have it here for reference? Yeah, I wanted to keep it here just in case, uh, you know, we, we talk about something and then I just remember, okay, there's a verse about that. Because he was just trying to diss me on my choice of growing my long hair. <laughs> hey, I've never... That no, was, I'm, I'm kidding. You know I'm what? Kidding. I respect that. He, no, it's all good. He it's brought good. his Bible. Yeah, yeah. And he pulled out a verse dissing on my hair, choice, dude. My that goes hard. <laughs> that, that's... You know it. I, I, I would res- not have known yeah. where to look for that. Did you use your phone? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Oh, uh, you cheated. But... but okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I take it back. I knew, I knew what book it was in, but I forgot the chapter. No, I, I respect because I've I've re- I've uh, I've read through pretty much the entire Bible, but not that I remember every verse. Oh, yeah. But definitely enough that I could put up a good argument when it comes to certain things. The amazing thing about the Bible is there's always something to learn about it. There's people who know the Bible front and back, front to back, and they still have questions about uh, Christianity or faith. Yep. Yeah, one of my mentors, he always says, uh, if we could completely understand the Bible, we wouldn't need it. We would just throw it away. Yeah. So what? It, what so after you read this, what would you say to me if I decided to just grow my hair out anyway? No, you can do it. It's not no, 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 no. I, he wasn't I, I know. saying it was a sin. I know. He was saying it was uh, a shame. No, I know. I know. But just like, like, <laughs> dude, shame. dude, I'm not. <laughs> like, I'm not going to take offense to it at all. Because, like, whether or not you say this, like, I'm, I want to grow up my hair. Personally, I think it looks great. If a guy can grow a decent beard and he has long hair and he puts it in a man bun, I think it looks phenomenal. I think it looks super masculine. That's just my opinion. And like. I won't take offense to what you have to say, so you can be brutally honest with me with whatever you want. All right. With whatever like you want. To it's, the core. It's okay. And, you know, maybe I'll have a counter argument, but it doesn't mean that I'm going to, like, be hating on you because you say what's on your mind. So, like, when it comes to that, I'm a free zone. 
I respect that. I'd rather have you tell me the blunt, like, honest truth of what you think than for you to be beaten around the bush because you want to appease, like, me. Mm-hmm. Like, I would find that more annoying. I find it way more annoying when people are, like, beating around the bush trying to, like, appease you than to just tell you the blatant, honest truth. So if I were to grow up my hair anyway, what, what's, what are you thinking? Oh, I mean, it's, it's no big deal for me. I'm not going to grow up my hair. Okay. You can do whatever you want. So That's you're going like, to keep your hair short. Yeah, it's not going to get longer than is this. Is that like... This is fine. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dig into that a little bit. You're not going to grow your hair in, in your entire life. Can you say that now? Probably. For your entire life. Yeah, because I used to have the broccoli hair, and it, okay. I look back at it now, and it's just, oh, that was gay. I'm yeah. Gonna, <laughs> so do you, oh, man, where's I going with that? Like, is that based on the verse, or is that based on your personal preference for how you look? Uh, or are you just losing your hair? A little bit of both. It, it's just kind of like how it is. It said nature itself teaches you that. And it's like. You know, just seeing dudes with long hair, it's like they kind act of bugs feminine. You? It just they really? just act feminine. I mean, Joey's kind of because yeah. when you got to do this, you got to like shake your head around like girls Kidding. do. You got to you're constantly fidgeting with your hair if you have long hair. You got to like, like get your hair ready before you yeah, go out in public. That's a feminine thing. You never get ready. You never get your hair ready. I do get my hair ready, but the thing is, I never had it like that long where I had to like shake it out. Of my... Obviously, I'm not. I'm not judging people who have no, their no. hair like that. It would be hypocritical <laughs> because I'm not my a perfect hair person. I always yeah. get my. hair. I have to do a little styling, dude. I can't All just right. walk out the door with with it going however it wants. Yeah, like I used to be addicted to drugs. Who am I to say like how yeah. people have their hair? Like, read the Bible and interpret it for yourself. Buddy smoked weed one time. Smoked <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Is, I'm sorry. I'm listen, sorry. that is no, far that, from no, true. No, that's a dude. Don't assume <laughs> his... Bro, you know how we met? I was his plug, bro. I bought what? drugs yeah. off this man that's right here. That's how you met? Yeah, that's how I met him. What was it? Like, just, you know, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. That. Listen, it's I'm okay. I'm just making a joke. But, like, uh, um, so what uh, was it mostly just pot? Yeah, it it was I I bought a lot of weed because it was it was kind of cheap, right? If you were looking for like uh, psychedelics or something like that, it was it was a little bit pricier, and I didn't want to buy vapes because vapes are just like, yeah, okay, they're gay. They Uh, are. Plus, I really I really like the the trip you got on weed with with a vape. You just hit it, get a little head rush, and then whatever. Okay. So I was buying a lot of weed off of him. First time I smoked weed, I had hit up my friend. I'm like, yo. There's this guy selling weed. He works at Burger King. Let's, you're going to help me buy some <laughs> yeah, weed, bro. You the, the Burger King plug? You was yeah, the Burger bro. King plug, bro. I'm and not going to... Uh, oh, bro, man. Did you put weed at, in the bag? No, 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 no. While I worked at Burger King, there was 15 employees, and four of them were plugs, bro. They would sell drugs. Like, so, four people. Did you have, like, a code? Like, did he have to go up and be like, can I get... 15 honey mustards and you were uh, like oh that's code for weed let me get two orders of the number nine and shift was over okay bro yeah. when it comes to weed you just be like yo i want some pot because the cops didn't care it's canada i'm yeah, saying yeah. you go up to drive through oh yeah and you're like yeah. can i get oh, 15 honey mustards and it's like the code so um what was it were you just selling just mostly just pot or would, would well, you yeah, dabble was, in other I stuff? I was literally just selling, like, dappens. But myself, oh, okay. I was doing more. Like, I was doing a lot of acid and uh, taking eating a lot of mushrooms. I was smoking weed. I was vaping for a little while. 
you know, I was drinking and stuff like that. Okay. I, I don't recall exactly how we became friends. I'm pretty sure we just started playing Warzone. And yeah, then that's what it was. We started <laughs> taking psychedelics together um, in random places and then just like having this weird bond. And eventually out of nowhere, Daniel just started like, he started bringing up like, yo, there's more to psychedelics. Let's watch Christian videos on psychedelics. So that's how we'd spend our weekend is just we, we'd sit down and we'd watch like these sermons while tripping on acid. And that it, it like enhanced everything and made everything more mind blowing. So it made us really deeply think about if the gospel was real or not. Yo, that's wild. Is that, that wild? Is interesting. Well, that's actually really wild. That I is, could, I could never do it again because I would just mess up my whole relationship with God that I've built yeah. over the past like seven months. But like back then, it was because I was already doing a lot of drugs and I already had messed up my relationship with my parents. So it was like. It was it was bound to happen. Like God kind of changed my life, and I just I just you know I became a Christian around like I want to say May or June, and it was just a process. Like I was getting stuff out of my system. At first, I was like, uh, I believe something they call free grace. Like you just gotta believe, and no matter what you do after that, you're saved. Okay. Yeah. And so what I was doing, I would be ripping my dad pen at work, and I'd be listening to Bible studies. I'd be like, dude, like, my mom was talking about the Bible growing up. This is cool. Like, all these stories are true. And it w I just found it interesting at first. But uh, a lot of stuff happened, and eventually I just had to leave my old life behind. And now I realize, like, I, I can't do anything that I used to do anymore. Like, God has cleaned up my life to the point where I don't swear anymore. Yeah. Like, it's it's just like, the faith I have now, I can never go back. Doing drugs, man, was so sad because you just feel so deeply empty inside that you have to take this thing to make you feel happy. And it, it's wild how nowadays, right, I look around at the trees and I'm like, God made this beautiful earth. But before I had to take psychedelics to be like, yo, everything looks cool and sick and the world is awesome. Like that's what drugs does to you is it completely strips away um, your, your, your ability to perceive things sober, right? You feel empty without drugs. And then when you take them, you're like, everything is cool. Everything is fine. And once I come down from this high, I'll just get more drugs. And then I'll feel happy again. And it's just an endless cycle. And that's what gets people in the streets, like high off fentanyl, is usually they start out with, let me buy a little weed. I'm a little curious. You know what's interesting? Is it, you guys, you guys are 17? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're both 17. I'm almost 17, yep. I would peg you for a lot older. Really? For what you're saying, like, it sounds like you guys have, like, been through it a little bit already. Well, quite a bit. It was the and you've turned your life man. around. It was the mushrooms. It was the mushrooms. Like, if you don't mind asking, like, how young were you when you started getting into stuff, like, in the first place? 14. 14? Holy crap. Yeah, <laughs> I was smoking weed at 14. Wow. He was way younger than me. Or not, probably not way younger. I was 15. Uh, fun fact, I ended up smoking weed for the first time in a church parking lot. <laughs> it was after youth group. I'm like, yo. I know exactly who you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Right? I mean, she's probably listening right now. She knows who she is. But, like, um, yeah, me, her, and her uh, her boyfriend at the time, I knew those two were stoners. So I'm like, yo, I've never tried weed before. Let's, uh, let's just do something. And the only time I'd ever see her was at youth, right? So we finished up a youth event. They were about to leave. I was feeling a little bummed out because I'm like, oh, shoot, they forgot. They're about to leave. And then she mentioned, she's like, yo, Jimmy, we forgot to smoke up with Josh. And then we're, I'm like, yo, 
they remembered <laughs> and then we hotboxed in in her car or his car and then uh what i ended up doing is um i really liked being high i was like this is sick i was so empty at the time i didn't have a lot of friends um i was very uh i, w I was lukewarm christianity i believe that as long as i believe in jesus I'm going to be saved from absolutely everything and I can do whatever I want, right? So I started to deceive my parents. Um, so first time I bought weed, right, I'd saved up $20 and I hit up my friend like, yo, there's this plug and we're going to pick up a dab pen for $40. So if you could chip in a 20, then we can smoke up at my house. We can have a good time, play some Fortnite, listen to music, whatever. And then uh, he was like, what, dab pen? He didn't even know what it was. <laughs> He's He's like like, vape, that, right? He was like, is that like a vape? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Which it is. It's kind of, it's just kind of yeah. like a vape, just yeah. a little special. It's a little special, but yeah. Um, Enhanced. We bought it off of, uh, off Daniel here. And I, I remember handing him the money. I was shaking like crazy. I'm like, I'm buying drugs right now. What? <laughs> <laughs> we went back to his place and then I had my brother pick us up and we just went to my house. My house is way bigger than his. So it'd be a lot easier to hide weed in there. So what we did, we went to my room. It was a Saturday night, so he could sleep over. And we just smoked weed. Uh, we hotboxed my room. We, we were just like chilling on Fortnite, listening to music all night. And it was awesome. And then I realized I was smoking that whole week. I finished the dab pen. And then after that, I just felt so empty again. In I'm a like, week? Yeah, in yeah. a week. I finished the dab pen in a week. I was, I was really addicted to it. So I kept asking uh, Daniel for more. Eventually, it came to a point last year around Christmas. We were watching a Christmas movie in the theater, me and my boy. And uh, I'm going to let Daniel pick up the story from here. He knows better than me. But I was I was trying to buy a dab pen off of him. Okay. Uh, yeah. A lot happened that day. That was kind of the day where I got scared straight. And um, I, that, like I prayed that day for the first time in about two or three years. So what happened was I was with my... My one buddy, he's kind of a geek. I don't know why I hung out with him, but uh, I don't really talk to him no more. We went to, where we were walking. We were going to go to the movie theater to meet up with him and some other guys. I was going to bring him a dab pen. And then, uh, you know, the, the house is right across the street from Impact that you were doing demo on? Okay, yeah, yeah I know that, what you're talking th about. This is where that happened, all right? Okay. So we walked there, and it was a trap house, so... Uh, my, my buddy's like, yeah, bro, let's go to this guy's house. Like, I've known him since, like, sixth grade. He's a cool guy. As soon as we walk in, there's, like, seven dudes with knives. They're they're ready. And they started picking on my buddy right away. He's like, hey, bro, you snitch on this guy. You were doing this and this and that, right? And then he's like, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And I had one other friend in there. And everyone respected this guy, so he kind of protected me. And... They were beating on my friend, and he he was my other guy. The other guy was holding me back, so like you're not getting into this fight. Don't do anything about it. They were beating my friend up, and I was like, "Yo, bro, I gotta go to the bathroom." So I went to the bathroom, and I I was just praying. I was like, "God, God, I've been living my life wrong. Please just get me out of this house." Like, the like I could feel the evil in the house. It was so it was it was bad, and I was like, "Just please get me out of this house. Like I don't want to be here. I'll figure it out later, but just just get me out." And I was there for maybe two hours or so, but they had beat my friend up. They ripped his clothes off. Like, like they they left him in his underwear. They're outside. They were like, made him hold a brick over his head. He's sitting in his underwear, and it's like December. 
and they, they made him hold the brick over his head for a couple minutes till it fell on his head. And, like, they were just kind of, like, just making fun of him the whole time. And we were back inside. I remember I was wearing Black Forces. And one guy looks at me because I was just, I was, like, there. I was scared. I'm like, what do I do? I can't do anything about this. There's way more guys, like, than me. And I was sitting there, and the one dude just points at me like, yo, you got 15 seconds to give me those shoes. I was like, I looked at the other guy that was kind of protecting me, and I'm like, he's like, yeah, it's in your best interest to give him those shoes. So I gave him the shoes right there. That's how, and then they just kind of cucked me out right there. I was like, man, what am I going to do now? And, uh, like, after that, they kind of went to the side of the room, and we were right by the door, and then my friend opens the door. He's like, yo, just get out, just go, just go. And I ran across the street to the movie theater where I met, where I was going to meet Josh. And, uh, yeah, I went to the movie theater in my socks, but as soon as I got in the movie theater, I couldn't even pay attention to the movie. I was like, wow, God really just answered my prayer right there. And I've been living my life, I didn't even think about God for the last year and a half. And as soon as I prayed, I got my prayer answered. And I was like, you know, there's something else to this. Like, I got to change the way I've been living. And then, yeah, after that, I was just... Like, you know, there's a process. I'm just started to listen to Bible studies. I started listening to my parents more. And, yeah, it's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it. But, yeah, like, sanctification is a process. Like, you know, God showed me, like, I have bigger plans for you. You have to change the way you're living. That's wild, dude. Do you, do you remember any of the names of the guys that were in there? Can I say the names? No, don't say no. them. Nah, you That's can a say bad them. idea. Nah, no, you can don't say them. You can say them. They might be listening, bro. They might be. Nah, they're not Why gonna is listen. that the first they're thing you listening. think? What are their names? They're not going to listen. What are their names? Do you know? Let's not say them. Okay, tell me off air. Am I going to say them or no? No, nah, no, nah, don't say them. Don't say it later. Yeah, just keep it off Just let me know. Just tell me after. I'll tell you after. Bunch of hoodlums. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. That's a good story. Three of them are homeless, so. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Dang. my uh, my testimony is a lot less eventful. So basically, I took psychedelics and on the come down, uh, after watching a lot of porn and listening to a lot of future, I decided, yo, I need to give my life to Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely more to it than that. Yo, Definitely a little yeah, more to it than no, that. No, more to it than that, but that's yeah. wild, dude. So no, exactly. Your, uh, interesting. You said future, so... Did you cut out like all explicit music? Just recently, I have. Yeah. The majority of last year, I was listening to just hip hop music, uh, just the mainstream stuff like Lil Uzi, Playboy Cardi, and Future. Now I see that music as satanic and really? evil. But yeah, that that's all I'd listen to. I would I would uh I was a big music head, and anyone who knows me knows that. That um I used to do these uh, cringy album reviews on my Instagram story. <laughs> Where I would review just 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 new albums like oh look new Juice World album this stuff fire bro and then uh, yeah I was doing that for a long time it's what made me happy and then when I found Christ I'm like there's just way more to life than just worldly music this is dumb does it sound the same now it does it 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 it, it sounds the same it doesn't sound good anymore I it can't just, listen to it anymore no I wish I, got I this, wish I, I could I, disconnect from it I but this, I'm just I got this opinion on like Christian music. So like I understand where the people come from where they're like, yo, you can't be listening to like this other music anymore. 
But dude, and then I start listening to Christian music, and they got like this formula, like where they stick within this one category. And you know what? And every single like music genre is the same, like similar, right? Mm -hmm. Like when it comes to like rap, a lot of it's just sex, drugs, money, right? Right. And and like it's the same for like country and every other genre of music. Like they stick within this one category. But like when I listen to like one like Christian music, it's like, yo, this is what's okay. Everything outside of that is not there. And it's it's like it's its own one genre. And I was like, I like I can't do it, dude. I just I can't. It's like it's it's like putting yourself in this one little box. And I'm just like. I don't know. Does this sound messed up? No, listen, that's okay. Because as a Christian, as a born again man, or uh, trying to be born again, I can say that I hate Christian music. Christian music is awful. A lot of the mainstream stuff, especially in the, the Christian genre, is it's deception. Because it's it's formulated by a bunch of these mega churches who aren't even uh, preaching a, a reliable doctrine. And Satan is everywhere. Satan's deception is everywhere, even in Christian music and Christian content. So I stopped listening to music altogether because, first of all, Christian music doesn't even sound good. Like, as a big music head who studied music from, like, 12 to 15, like, I don't care for Christian music at all. I got some Christian music that I think is amazing. I love Skillet. Skillet is good. I, I really like Skillet. They're a Christian They're band. They're a Christian band? They're, yeah, they are a really? Christian band. If you pay really close... In, <laughs> pay really close attention to their lyrics. Okay. I haven't pay, heard a song from Skill in a long time. So. Yeah, pay really close pay really close attention to their lyrics. You'll see it. Okay. You'll mm-hmm. see it. And, and if you go to their concert, they'll talk about it. Like I went to a Skillet concert and um uh John Cooper, he said like he would like be on stage and he would be like, "Yo, I've played concerts with like Slipknot and stuff like that." And then he was preaching, and it was like a Christian concert, but he said, whatever you're hearing here is no different than the what I say at any other concert. Mm. Like at Slipknot concerts or any other hard rock concerts he goes to, whatever he says, whatever he said there, he said it's no different than whatever I say at the other concerts. And he said that there's been people that have taken him to the back and have told him, like, yeah, we don't want you to say this, but he does it anyway. So you preach the gospel at a concert? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he's and, and, and like I've heard like Christian songs that I'm like, yo, I like them because they like they break out of the norm of what um, Christian music should be. Because I I look at it this way, I'm not a huge fan of like pizza. I don't really like pasta, mm-hmm. and some people would think I'm crazy, right? Mm-hmm. And they'll be like, how do you not like that? Well, I like other stuff, and they're like, oh, yo, I don't like that, and it's just like, yo, you know. And, and I look at creation too. It's like, yo, if you look at the creatures that live in the darkest depths of the sea, they look real creepy. Mm -hmm. They got like teeth shooting out their face and like a little light that's like anglerfish, like that light dangling Mm -hmm. over the top of their head. You know what I'm saying? And then also he created the lamb, you know, like this like. Like this beautiful creature that just doesn't really harm anything, and it's got like this fluffy stuff growing out. Yeah, man. <laughs> and yeah. it's like got wool growing out of it, and I'm like, why? Like, why do you box yourself in with this music and say like this is what's okay, but this over here isn't? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like when it comes to like Christian rap, Christian metal, even. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's just I feel like it can. I feel like it's super broad. Like 
why is it that when you look at creation, it's so broad, but then when it comes to like music, you're going to box yourself into this little circle and then everything yeah. else isn't okay. If it's influencing you in a negative way and it's causing you to sin, I believe it's not okay. Also, uh, something I found interesting is you mentioned the ocean and uh, all the scary things that are in there. What's the percentage of the ocean that was explored? Like 99 or no, 1% like, of the like, ocean was explored. It's very, very little. Imagine what's in the other 99%. We already have anglerfish that we've discovered and that thing's horrifying. That thing's pretty ugly, dude. All it's the, pretty ugly. The things at the very like depths of the ocean, I want to know what's there. I really do. Because I know there's things down there that we haven't seen. And we'll probably never see. But like God definitely put things down there. It's down there for a reason. Exactly. Dude, there's videos like where they catch just like a glimpse of like pretty large creatures. Like just in the background. You can't quite see what it is. Right, it's weird. And nobody knows what it is. It's just this massive creature. It just swims just out of range of like their camera. Yeah. And nobody knows what it is, dude. That's and crazy. just swimming down there, just minding its own business. Leviathan. Leviathan. What's your uh what's your opinion on cryptids like that? Like the Loch Ness monster or Bigfoot? Oh dude, cryptids, you're in my range. All right, man. let's go. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to cook right now. Get ready, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I, I think a lot of it's like a whole load of crap. Okay? okay. A lot of it's a whole load of crap. But I think that people um l- People naturally want to look to what they can understand because that's what they're comfortable with. Right. And so, like, it, like as soon as they see something or experience something that's unexplainable, they try to, they try to put logic to it when you really can't. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, you don't even understand half of what's going on in the world. I think that, like, the knowledge that we have collectively as a human race is like one tiny grain of sand on a beach. Oh, yeah. We, we know nothing. As a you know society, we know nothing. And if you look at disappearances that have happened, like just in natural, like national parks alone, there are so many that are so weird and so un- unexplainable mm-hmm. that like it just, it leaves you with almost nothing. Like uh, it's so hard to put logic to it that I think that there's things out there that just won't make sense. They just won't make sense. I, I I believe that there are, I guess, what we would call cryptids. I believe they exist to some extent. Mm-hmm. Yo, let me say this, though. Like you said, because we know almost nothing about what's really out there, you know, like, but God knows everything. Yeah. So why would you not want a relationship with the person that knows everything? Because he created everything. And that's the whole goal of life. We're supposed to have a relationship with our creator so that we can go to his kingdom in heaven. It's like there's a lot of things that we just we we think about so much, but it really doesn't matter. It's because you relinquish control. If you if you want to give your life to God, then you have to give up control. And I think that's why a lot of people don't want anything to do with him. That's a fair point. It comes from a place of pride. And it also comes from a place of pain where somebody experiences a lot of pain in their life. And they like all their life, they just hear oh, God is good, God is, like, God is, like, all-loving, and then so then they're like, yo, if God's all-loving, then why did he allow me to do this? A lot of people don't believe in God simply out of hate for God, not necessarily out of disbelief of God. Right. And I think that 
there's like these people, they don't realize that when it comes to, um, what's it called? Um, like wh- where we have the choice to do whatever we want. Free will. free will. Free will. Like when it comes to free will, if, if God, like God obviously lets us have free will. Right. Like, so when there's like, this is horrible to say, and this might be hard for some listeners to hear. <laughs> like, but when there's like a little girl that gets raped. Right. That's not God allowing that to happen. No, it's Satan. All the, things. No, no, it's not even Satan. It's not even Satan. It's humans. It's people. There's demons in their flesh. Yeah. Demons no, in but their souls. But they're, they're we're not, just evil. We're no. all evil. No, it's not even demons, dude. It's people. As far as hard as it is to hear, but it's literally people. They make that choice. Demons and Satan can tempt us. Listen, I think there's two roads to go. There's sin and salvation. And us as people, we do have that choice to pick which one to go towards. A lot of us choose sin because it satisfies the flesh. And the satisfying the flesh and immediately getting that dopamine kick, it's way better than just reading the Bible, giving your life to God, right? Well, think about it like this. When you're looking at some stairs, an escalator is sin, and the staircase beside the escalator... Is salvation. The, the harder path, it's going to be not as fun. It's going to be more strain. It's going to be a little bit harder. It's going to be more tempting to go stand on the empty elevator or escalator. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Escalators mm-hmm. are nice. They lift you up easily. But guess what? You just didn't burn calories there. <laughs> exactly. It's a dumb analogy, but it works. <laughs> it, it does works. work. Yeah. Yeah. But the whole point of being a Christian is to deny your flesh and then like well i mean not the whole point of being a christian i guess <sighs> i said that wrong but like the whole world is they only chase their next dopamine hit they're completely uh, self-centered around their flesh they want to please themselves they're greedy they're prideful they want to please themselves your walk as a christian you deny your flesh like you say no i'm not going to do that no i'm not going to do this i'm going to serve the lord and then it's like you just you just do what is right. Like you, uh, in First John it says it, it is those that do what is right that are righteous, and the righteous will inherit the kingdom of God. Mm. It's like that's my goal now. I want to go. I want to go to heaven. That's that's what I'm focused on. Yeah. Listen to this. It's a lot easier to get um, dopamine from being a sinner. It's it's way easier, but the thing is, it's it's way less fulfilling. As a Christian, you got to work towards your dopamine hits, or I guess your, uh, ah, I don't know what I'm saying, but you, you, you got to work towards it, but it, it's more, um, I guess it's more prolonged, okay. like your, your it's rewards. It's not as easy to, yeah. Right. Compared to somebody, well, just like if we can put it this way, there's somebody who doesn't invest any of their money. Yeah. They don't do anything like they just go for a job and they're just looking for that quick quick paycheck compared to somebody who actually wants to put their money towards, I guess, the long game. And so they d- decide to invest their money. It takes a little bit longer to find the reward, but then in the end, they're going to get more out of it than the somebo- than somebody who just, just waits for that paycheck. That's completely true. Yeah, a lot of people just want that paycheck. That goes for, uh, for sin versus salvation. A lot of people just want to... <laughs> I just want to roll up a blunt after work rather than reading their Bible, even though they know the Bible is better for them. They know that the weed doesn't fulfill them. But the weed is, 
it's just quicker. It's easier. Makes them happy for the moment. They go back to their nine to five. They feel depressed once they come home. They can just roll up another joint. And it's like, it's, it's not the way to live. Weed is just sorcery, bro. Yeah, it's it's, it's witchcraft. It, yeah. It, like, so do you guys drink oh, a little bit of alcohol? Not anymore. No? No. Uh, I don't get drunk anymore. Uh, not anymore. I'm not going to do that again. Because I had a pretty big debate with a friend. I talked about it on the last episode. Just kind of that I think, like weed and alcohol, you can't, you can't be dogging on one and like doing the other all the time. I feel like people have the stigma on weed and they and they oh, yeah. they're so against it and then they'll be like getting drunk. Oh yeah, the I've, same I've people. Had friends like that. Yeah, it's like they're the same thing. They just cause different effects. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think you can be a Christian and smoke pot? No. No. No, you don't, you think, don't so? think so? No. Nope. I disagree so hard. How do you disagree? Oh. Can you well, how many that? how many Christians do you know that still struggle with pornography? How many Christians do you know that still struggle with mm. lust? Or how many how many Christians do you know that will still gossip here and there? How many Christians do you know that still fall into sin? Listen, every Christian will fall back into sin. Probably not completely, but they okay, will but sin again after being uh, born again. The thing is, you don't want to willingly sin again after being born again. You want to completely give everything to Jesus and praise him under all circumstances, whenever you can, right? If you willingly sin as a born-again Christian, I'm throwing up air quotes for the listeners, um, you were probably never born again in the first place if you are still... If you call yourself a Christian, but you're still jerking off every day, you're still smoking weed every day, I don't think you can call yourself born again. Pornography is one of those things. It's It will keep you out of heaven. Like, you can't go to heaven and be jerking off. Like the Yeah, but what if you're trying to fight it? Yeah, like, Let's you say have you're to a Christian, That's the thing. and you're trying to fight it, and you just struggle with it. Because I know there's Christians like that. They'll be... the. I know I have friends who have, like... It was a huge accomplishment for them to go one week without pornography. And these are like mm-hmm. on fire for for God people that I knew. I yeah, still know that. Like, like what me. what do you think of that? Like like when it's a when it's coming from a place of wanting to quit, but you just slip and slide back into the problem. I understand like if you're smoking weed and you're like, oh like there's nothing wrong with it, so I'm gonna smoke weed like three times a day and I'm a Christian. It'd be the same as like, oh, I'm gonna go and and that's a, have a hula with every girl that I can find. And, and that's more ah, of a nothing physic- wrong with it. It's more of a physical sin. Like when you're smoking pot. Yeah. That's something that people can observe. But what it comes what what like what about when it comes to like spreading gossip? It's like verbally. You know, that is that is unbelievably prominent. And mm-hmm. when it comes to Paul, like when he would send letters to different churches, you know what I'm saying? Like sin is sin. Like when you when you make a mistake or when you do something wrong, that's just wrong. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's just very like I think it's like almost. I don't know. I, I like not to not to throw any kind of anything at you guys, but I'm just saying to say that you can't be a Christian and smoke pot. I think that that's. I think that's almost like a very dangerous thing to say because everybody deals with something different. Like, like, like maybe you guys have come like overcome it. Thank God. Mm. That's amazing. Praise God. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. 
But there's probably still a Christian out there somewhere who's still struggling with that. There's a lot of Christians that still drink. Absolutely. But especially like when, like, I'm going to yeah. kind of reef, not reef. I'm going to go off of what Joey just said, yeah. kind of. Like you had said, if you, like, nobody that struggles with pornography gets to heaven. Well, that is a scary thing if that's true. Because I think we all, as men, we all have lust in our heart. Like, we just naturally mm-hmm. have this thing that we need to root out. I don't think there's a single person and that's free. And I don't free. think, oh, I don't, I don't know. Like, I know plenty of people that are free. From I that. don't think you ever fully get untempted. No, you're always going to get tempted, but you have to overcome it. So you're saying you have to realize it's not worth it to throw away, like, everything that you've done for, yeah. for God because... Like just because you want to go beat your meat, you know? No, hundred <laughs> percent. I get no. I get, I get it. I get what you're saying, but the way it might come across, somebody who's struggling with it, trying to fight it, trying to root it out, in the middle of the battle, potentially listening right now, okay. and then you had said you can't get to heaven. What if they die tonight and they're trying? What I would say, like, to how, them, like I'm not, I'm not dogging or anything. I'm just like, I'm curious what your opinion is on this. What I would, this is, yeah, what I would say to that person is that if you're a Christian, God has to call you like to to change your life. Yeah, and mm. sanctification is a process. There, some things will take time that you have to overcome it. Yep. But you will mature and you will realize that you have to stop doing that. Yeah. And if you are fighting it, you are like, you know, resisting the temptation. It's like God is already calling you, you know, to to give your life to Him because. Uh, Oh man, I just draw a blank. What was I gonna say? Mm. So are, okay. are you like, are you more saying like people? There are people that are like, oh, there's nothing wrong with pornography, like okay. that kind of mindset. Okay, that's that's what, that's bad. God has a plan for everyone. He already knows what you're gonna do before you die. He already knows who's gonna go to heaven, who won't. Yeah. But yeah, I'm. Uh, I just hold my Bible here to First Corinthians six chapter nine. Is Paul, he says, Know ye not that the unrighteous shall not inherit the kingdom of God? Be not deceived, neither fornicators, that's people that like fornicate, they watch porn, nor idolaters, people that put things over God, yep. that make anything an idol, nor adulterers, nor effeminate. <laughs> Why'd you look at Joey? <laughs> Why you look at him like that? Come I'm on, man. my hair out, dog. Nor abusers of themselves with mankind, nor thieves, nor covetous, nor drunkards, nor revilers, nor extortioners shall inherit the kingdom of God. Unless. So nobody. And the next verse says, And such were some of you, but ye are washed, ye are sanctified, ye are justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the Spirit of our God. The only thing that can set you free from them is the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I guarantee you a lot of those people that deal with that, which which is basically everything, like pretty much any kind of sin that's out there, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. even after you're saved, you're still going to mess up. You're still going to sin. You yeah. are 100% going to sin. Okay, now I remember what I was going to say. You need to overcome the willful sin. Mm-hmm. There's a difference between accidentally sinning and doing something on purpose. It's like <sighs> jerking off is one of those things. It's a willful sin all the time. Yeah, You can't trip over a rock and all of a sudden your pants are down and you're jerking off. It doesn't work. Like you have to think about it first. You're like, okay, yeah. You you build the lustful yeah. thoughts in your head, and you decide. There's a process. You, you decide to give into it. You make even a though commitment. most people know it's wrong. You just you still decide. You make the choice to do it. And like me, I know that like it's gonna send me to hell if I do it again. I'm not gonna do it again. I got a I got so, a tough question. Mm. All right, 
Here we go. You don't have to answer if you don't want to. Tough you questions go, are you, good. Are you completely free from that? Yeah. I'll never go back. Saving that seed for your wife, hey? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I respect that, dude. That, dude, there is, that is very hard. That Ten is... years later, I guarantee you I will still not have done it. And we'll see We'll see that happens. I bet you I'll know you in ten years from now. Okay. If he does jerk off before then, he'll hit you up like Joey. Yeah, you gotta let, <laughs> us, yeah, you gotta let him know. All right, I will, I the will. day of, shake his hand, that's going to happen. Oh, no. That's never gonna happen, okay. We shook They on shook. It. All right. No, that's a bold statement because, like, people struggle. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the next 10 years of your life are going to look like. It's but true. if you stay firm on, on the Bible and on God, I, I commend you for that 100%. And, yeah. I, and I know it, it's not that easy for everybody, especially, like, men who are single and they're obviously at the age where they're looking for a wife and a spouse. You know how tempting it is every night when you're alone, you just pull out your phone. You know how easy that is? I've been there, yeah. It's yep. so easy. And you're 17, you're telling me 10 years, there's no shadow of doubt in your mind. It's it's not happening. It's not happening. I, I commend you for that. That's I don't think... You better put that on that's God, bold, not yourself. Yeah, that's the power <laughs> that's of the Holy Ghost. Statement. That is not Daniel's work right there. Yeah. That's not like, his... He's already changed me, man. Like, there's no going back. Yeah, no, and I and I respect that. I can tell you, as a person who has been friends with him for over a year now, he is like unrecognizable from the man I I once knew. Completely unrecognizable, and that's not because of actions that he's done, but just for um, repenting and giving his life to Jesus, and that's that's what changed him completely, not just by his own actions. Not by his own actions at all. Well, you know what? That's a good note to end on. Mm-hmm. I would that was say. deep. That was a deep episode. Yeah, I, I, I like that. It was nice having you guys on. Listen, I've been wanting to get on for so long. Like, I, I absolutely love your podcast. Wow. I love everything you're doing. Our Thanks, DMs man. are open. Yeah. yeah, he told us uh, this guy's an OG. He's episode two OG. Episode two OG. That's right, guys. We don't hear that that often. That's pretty sick. Yeah, our DMs are open for people that want to get on. Yeah, if you haven't been on and you're trying to get on, it's uh, it's only one DM away. It was a good conversation, and uh, I think we'll wrap it up here. Uh, mm. So then you can follow us. On... Yeah, follow us. You guys have any? You want any final remarks? Yeah, final remarks. final statements. You guys can also plug anything you want, your Instagrams, whatever you want, like any kind of anything. You can Uh, plug whatever you want, Bible verse if you want. I know you got your Bible Bible open. Follow me on Instagram. (laughs) Big Chungus. Big Chunga, yes. That's where you'll find me. Um, I post pictures. (laughs) Yeah. If you want to see some pictures. But yeah, yo, you guys are awesome. Like, I appreciate you guys for having me on. And uh, it's just, yeah, it's a blessing to be here. And uh, I'm glad you guys like the conversation as well, because I didn't go in here knowing what to say, right? And I feel like it turned out well as well. Yeah. So. No, it turned out great, dude. That's, it was awesome having you guys on. Yeah, All thank right. you. Yeah, I'm going to plug Ephesians 2, 8. For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man should boast. So you're only saved through the faith, and the faith is a gift from God. If God doesn't start a work in your life, you can never give your life to him. It's impossible to repent because your flesh just wants to go back. Yeah. The only way you can repent is if God changes your life. Shout out to Jesus. Right over to James 2, 17. Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone. 
Yea, a man say, Thou hast faith, and I have works. Show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show ye thy faith with my works. Thou believest that there is one God, and thou doest well, and the devils also believe and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? So he's saying, you can't just believe and be saved. You, you have to do have something. faith. You have to, you have, like, there has to be evidence that you're living for Christ. Yeah. Because even the demons believe, even the devil believes. If you just believe, it's not going to get you into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. Amen. And I had another verse here, too. Oh, my. <laughs> that's all good. Can never hear too many. No, that's Can all good. Can never hear too many. Read your Bibles, y'all. Listeners at home. Read the book Where of Daniel. It? It's a good book. It is a good book. Uh, I don't know. I see some... Okay. Uh, I read this earlier today. <laughs> bias. <laughs> some bias. There. A little bit of bias, huh? <laughs> So this is Mark 16, verse 15. This is right after Jesus uh, rose from the dead and he met up with his disciples. It says, He said unto them, Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He that believeth and is baptized shall be saved, and he that believeth not shall be damned. And these, and these, signs, shall be, these signs shall follow them that believe. In my name they shall cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues, they shall take up serpents, and if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall recover. There's some things that are evidence, like that you're following Jesus Christ. You're preaching the gospel in the street. You're, you're healing the sick. You're doing all these things. That's more evidence that you're living for Christ. Yeah. Hold on, let me... One more final statement, boys. Follow us on Instagram at the Doy Boys with a Z. He's gonna end it on a verse. Okay, just give him a second. It's gonna be a, Galatians, a beautiful verse. Galatians five nineteen. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these: adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lavishness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulations, wrath. Strife, seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revilings, and such like, of the of which I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, they, they that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So these are the things that you have to overcome to enter the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, Against such, there is no law. The only way you can do all these things is with the Holy Spirit. And the only way you can overcome those things is with the Holy Spirit. Praise God, baby. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. Always be a doy. Always be a doy. Always be a doy. Always be a doy. Joey Smitty, follow us on Instagram. And always be a gosh darn doy. Da 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 doy. Instagram and always be a gosh darn doy, da 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 doy!